This event that uh, we have with Ryan Eller today was actually conceived by somebody from our congregation who is very dear to us, who has an incredible story. And uh, what we've asked him to do is come and share, first and foremost, um, his reflections and his story um, to give us a little bit of a context. Um, and again, stories are so important, as you know. And um, Jesus' story is one that has touched the hearts of many of us within Spark, many from, from Congregation Eschaim as well. For those of you who remember, we did the undocumented uh, video film screening um, a couple years ago. Um, so please, everybody, would you please give a warm welcome to Jesus Pineda Ramirez. So thank you, everybody, for coming tonight. Um, this is really special for me because... For the last few years since moving to the Bay Area, I've been able to make a lot of really meaningful and really powerful connections and people who have um, really made a space for me that I could call home. And I think as someone who's currently undocumented, someone who you know, has a lot of fear in his mind, it's uh, been really special to have those different spaces. Um, and... You know, I just look around and I, and I can look at all the people who've really made an impact in my life. I could see some of my schoolmates who've made my life at Stanford, you know, keep me at sta insane, keep me sane from, uh, yeah, not <laughs> going crazy. Um, I think about, you know, the people who've invited me over for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinners in the past, people who've uh, made a home-cooked meal, people who've opened their homes to me in times when I was just not in a very stable place. Um, so it's really special, and so thank you for that. And so uh, I'd like to share a little bit about my personal story, why we're all here today, and uh, yeah, why this is really meaningful and special for me today. So um, I grew up in a small indigenous village in Oaxaca, Mexico, and from that start, um, there was just a lot of issues because my mom was coming from a white Spanish uh, background and my dad was coming from an indigenous background. And so due to that mixture, it just created a lot of instability in like really having a life in Mexico. So my family immigrated to San Diego when I was 10 um, and we did it through crossing the desert. Um, I still remember, you know, uh, seeing uh it, it, was, it was just a really awful journey. You know, you see snakes, you see, uh, unfortunately, bones of people who tried crossing prior to me. Um, and yeah, we were homeless when we first got to San Diego for a little bit, but eventually we got our footing and were able to have, um, yeah, start a life in Mexico. I mean, in, in San Diego. Uh, I remember living in a like cramped but very cozy apartment in San Diego, like about 30 people, but we made the best out of it. And so what really shook my life was when my dad was deported while I was a freshman in high school and my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And for that, really just changed my life forever. And that was the last time that I've seen them. Now I'm at Stanford, um, you know, and I already graduated from undergrad. And so it's been a long time since I lost, saw my family. Uh, so dad was deported, mom diagnosed with cancer. And um, yeah, it created a lot of unknown and, and fear. And uh, for someone my age, that was a lot to handle. Um, 
And um, eventually I was able to find my footing. I was able to get a full ride to UC Berkeley, and that's why I moved to the Bay Area. And I was exposed to a lot of different things that created a lot of culture shock, like vegan diets, you know, <laughs> Patagonias, Chacos. Had to pay for my first paper bag, so that was very new for me. <laughs> um, eventually, San Diego cut off. Uh, and so, um, and yeah, and um, you know, I was able to graduate from UC Berkeley with all honors in three years, and um, and yeah, now I'm at Stanford. Uh, it's you know different, but it's it's been a really wonderful time. Um, and during during my freshman year of, of college, unfortunately, you know, I had to face that really hard reality where my mom passed away, and I had to make that really uh, hard decision: do I stay? Uh, and finish my education, or do I go back, you know, to be with my siblings, to be in Mexico? And I decided to stay. Uh, and as someone who's undocumented, that that's a decision that a lot of us have to often face, where, you know, we have sick family members in a different country, and we have to face the decision, do we stay or do we make a life here? And so... I decided to stay, not knowing what was what the future held for me, um, and it really paid off. Um, but unfortunately, recently, I had to make that same decision again with my dad passing away recently, uh, which, to be completely honest, it's been a big, uh, you know, I, I deal with stress, I deal with um, mental health issues right now, just, it, it's been a lot. Um, but... Um, Given the current political climate, I thought that I approached Kevin last spring to create an event where we could all just come together. And um, I, I remember approaching Kevin. I told him, like, hey, like, I have a feeling like some things are going to happen soon. Like, I think we just need to bring people together, create an event um, where people from other faiths, non-believers, you know, whatever background can just come together and be in one space to, ha- to talk about these issues. Um, what was also really special is that about two years ago, during uh, an event with Jose Antonio Vargas, I was introduced to both Spark Church and Define American, which have been two big influences in my life these last couple of years, and have really changed my life for the better. And so, um, again, like, thank you everybody for, for being here today. I just, I'd like to be, you know, extremely vulnerable and say, like, You know, I don't want to give a message of, like, rainbows and butterflies and kumbaya, let's all hold hands. Because the reality is, like, you know, what I had to deal with is not okay. Uh, What many other dreamers have to face is not okay. Having to decide between staying in this country, finishing your education, or having to, you know, leave all that behind just to be with your siblings, your family, like, that is not okay. Uh, And as people of faith... Like, I feel like, you know, we're in the midst of a, the, the next civil rights movement, and we have the opportunity to really come together and be a part of something special. Um, and so, yeah, that's why I wanted to bring everyone together to realize that, you know, the things that are happening are not okay, but that there is hope. And hope for me looks like showing up, you know, and, and coming together, sharing a meal, uh, opening your home to the stranger. Um, and someone who's a, you know, DACA recipient, this week has also been really emotional, given that, you know, every morning I wake up and I look at the news and I think about what is, you know, the next thing that's going to change my future, you know. And as someone who's highly educated and has a lot of potential, like, 
you know, you all have this very unique opportunity to continue to open your doors to other people who might be in similar situation than I am. Um, just, you know, wanting to make a difference here. And so thank you everyone for coming together. Thank you, you know, Ryan for being here and um, speaking today. Thank you for all the people who drove out here hours or, you know, just a couple miles to be here with me. Um, and thank you, Kevin, for just being able to put this together. And thank you to the Etzhaim congregation for allowing this as well. So thank you. Thank you.